We've all been wounded or being human. But we must turn our wounds into sacred wounds. Well, how do you do that? First, let me ask you something. You know how to trap a monkey? You see, to catch a monkey, you take a gourd and cut a hole in it, just big enough for the monkey to fit his hand through. Inside the gourd, put some fruit and then tie it to a tree. When a monkey comes by, he'll want the fruit and put his hand through the hole. Grab a fistful and then try to pull his hand back out. But he can't. The hole isn't big enough. It's small enough to put the hand through, but not big enough for a hand clinging to a fistful of fruit. He's trapped. Now you'd think the monkey would realize he was trapped and drop the fruit. But he thinks he needs that fruit. He couldn't survive without it. But refusing to drop the fruit, the hunter comes behind and just catches him. If he would just surrender. Aren't we all like that monkey? We hold on to past trauma, past hurts. We're trapped. What are you holding on to that's keeping you from being free? What is it that you need to just surrender? It is not easy, I know. We like to hold on to things for so long they become part of us. They're like an old friend. We invite them out from time to time and have a pity party. The truth is, surrendering is, is more like a street fight. It's a bloodbath sometimes. It's hard work. The question is, what do we do with all this pain we feel? Where do we put it? How can we learn from it? The story goes that one day, St. Francis of Assisi, he was riding through the valley. He came upon a leper. Now, he hated lepers. He found that the sight of them just made him sick. Whenever he saw one, he'd go the other way. But today was different. He got off his horse. He embraced the leper and gave him a kiss. And it happened, he says, what had become what was once bitter to me was to turn into sweetness of soul and body. Sometimes our lepers are those who have hurt us, our enemy. Those people are different from us. Sometimes our leper is within, those, those things uh, about ourselves that we don't like, our addictions, our grudges, our resentments. The dark secrets we hold within. Those too are our lepers. To be free to heal, to find peace, the first move is to embrace your leper. Don't run from the pain. Take a good look at it. Acknowledge it. Look it in the eye. Then let it go. If you cling to it, you'll be trapped like a monkey. This is shadow boxing. We must all do it. We have to look at those traumas in our life, as ugly as they may seem, and as strange as it may sound. We have to embrace the darkness in order to come to the light. It ain't always pretty, I know. But there's a great healing in looking at that trauma, facing it, seeing it for what it is. We don't have to forget it. We don't have to be ashamed of it. You can name it and let it be part of you. I think that's what St. Paul's talking about uh, when he mentioned the thorn in his flesh. We don't really know exactly what it was, but he prays that it leave him. 
But God tells him, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. Paul says, I would rather boast of my gladly of my weaknesses in order that the power of Christ may dwell within me. Paul was able to take this pain, physical, spiritual, or emotional, and use it. The thorn becomes something that teaches us. It has the power to make you stronger. It reminds us. It's what makes you who you are. If you can let it, it can make you a more loving, compassionate person. You know others' traumas, because you've suffered too. You become a wounded healer. You see yourself in others. You see that the craving for love that you have is in others. The suffering you have is in everyone. Your longing for forgiveness is in everyone. When you see someone acting out, you see yourself. When someone hurts others, you see that you have the capacity to hurt others too. One of my favorite authors, Flannery O'Connor, and she said, you will have found Christ when you are concerned with other people's sufferings and not your own. There's something about suffering that is transformative, yet we run from it. Now, I'm not saying we should go looking for suffering, but when it comes, we can look at it and recognize, yes, there's suffering here. I'm experiencing suffering, but that suffering is not me. I am not my suffering. You can sit with it, but it doesn't have to rule your life. In this way, we can make our wounds sacred wounds. The only way to know something deeply is by allowing our wounds to become sacred wounds. We move into the mystery of things at the loss of our innocence. When we can trust the pain and not get rid of it until we learned its lesson, then the suffering can be seen as a great part of the pattern of how God is transforming things. You know, throughout Scripture, God is the one who turns death into life. When we can trust that God is in this suffering, our wounds become sacred wounds, and ordinary life becomes the godly journey, trusting God to be in all things. You know, I believe this to be true, that we are saved not so much by doing it right, but by the suffering of having done it wrong. It's in the struggle itself that the answers come. In it comes the light of awareness and compassion. Shadow boxing isn't about some kind of vengeance on the self. It's for the sake of truth and humility and generosity of spirit. It's a gift to ourselves, but it's also a gift to others. You know, part of our work is to try to make it easier for others to love us. People who are transparent and admitting of their flaws are much easier to love, don't you think? None of us need or expect perfect people around us. What we want are people who are honest and upfront. Look at the parable of the prodigal son. The one who did it wrong ends up right simply because he's honest about it. The ego wants to think well of itself and deny any shadows. 
but the soul knows that we grow in the shadowlands. Total light will blind you, but total blind total darkness will blind you too. The light shines in the darkness, and darkness cannot overcome it. In the darkness we find and long for more light. You know Christ was called the light of the world. But Jesus uses that same frame to describe us. He says, you are the light of the world. He says, every bit of you, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The light shines within you. We aren't told that or reminded of it enough. The eternal Christ, the eternal light shines in all of us. So back to our monkey. What is it that you're holding on to? What has you trapped? What is it that you need to surrender in order to be free? I encourage you to embrace the leper within. You see, Francis embraced the leper and then he let him go. He recognized his weakness, looked at it, kissed it, and let it go. If you do that, I guarantee what was once bitter will be turned into sweetness of soul and body. This is how our wounds become sacred wounds. This is how we begin to heal ourselves in the world. As Brother Francis said himself, we are called to heal the wounded, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way.